tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Bienvenidos a Trillionaire Mindset con Emil de Rosa y Benjamin Khan. Benjamin. Hoy en el episodio de Trillionaire Mindset. Uh, 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 leer la disclaimer. <laughs> There you go. You said it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Check the. Uh, might as well just get it out of the way. Check the disclaimer, Steve Salutes. It's in the description disclaimer. box. Yabish. Hey, Emil. You know what? I, I got. What? No, no. Actually, please. May I? I have a question for you. Earlier, uh, before we recorded ads, you said, <coughs> No, I me. didn't. Yeah, before, I didn't say it. No, no. You said, hey, I got to run to the bathroom real fast. No. I'll be right back. Wouldn't say that. And I was checking, and it took you about, I don't know, anywhere from five to eight minutes. And the last I remember, when one goes pee, it you know, it can take 90 seconds, two minutes. Sure. What were you doing in there? A long pee. And then, Are you sure? And then my accountant called. No, really? Mm -hmm. At at uh, this early in the morning, huh? Yeah. What did your accountant have to say? Because tax season is over. No, he said I'm in trouble. Yeah. What yeah. do you what What's going on? It's just always bad with I'm. I got a big spending problem and mm -hmm. uh, I'm fucked. Oh well, I guess that explains everything. Because I thought that you were pooping. No. No, you weren't. Couldn't be me. You don't do that here at the studio, do you? I actually don't do it. No, just not at all. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I got a buddy who doesn't poop. What's For real, it? he's got a colostomy bag. Oh. That's not my situation. No, you don't have one. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sorry to put you on the spot like that. That's no, okay. It's just that me and the entire crew were like, what's taking a meal so long? And then I said, it's there's probably no his way. Accountant. It's probably his accountant or he's making, he's committing sin. No, no, no. Yeah. No. Sorry, buddy. It's Did okay. I, <laughs> I was going to say, I think we have a new viewer. One new viewer? One new viewer. Who? So my landlord calls me. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Yeah, and he was like, "I th at first when I saw it, I was like, oh, man, did I forget to pay rent in Japan? And then, uh, but I don't know, apparently there was like a gas leak or something. But he was like, I couldn't find your number. He's like, I don't know how I lost it. But so I just started Googling you and all. Oh, all no. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And then he was like, and all I was getting was your show and your uh, and your social medias. And I was like, shit. And how far did you scroll? Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? How is your land? So, your landlord's a, a younger guy, right? It's probably in his like forties. Okay, younger guy, relative. <laughs> yeah. To some of our audience, they're gonna be like, "That's fucking old. That's my dad's age." But so he might have seen some. I was like checking my Twitter to be like, "What's the last thing? What did this guy see?" Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think it was anything too bad, but maybe Steve, maybe he follows now. Yeah, Steve, the compliance guy, the Steve Slots know. He has access to my my Twitter, and including and especially my DMs. And there have been moments where I'm like, wait, did I DM anything weird or dumb or questionable in any way? But then I just go, who cares? He's not looking. I mean, he is, but he doesn't give a shit. Would you give a shit about some random idiot's DMs if you had access to him? No. Kind of. No. Like, looking through him now, I'm like, I guess I wish my landlord didn't see me right. A lot of guys are making fun of Alex Jones' supplements business, but me? I'm so depressed I can't come. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
You know, I am blessed. I take Lexapro from my OCD and I guess kind of hand in hand with a bout of depression that I had a few years back. And one of the side effects is apparently the inability to come. Not and me. you're blessed. I'm like Donald Trump mode. I'm gonna come. Oh, oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Monkey at the Beat, man. Kramer, when I get done with you, yeah. you ready? Fill me up, Arrow. Bitcoin solves this. Bitcoin hundred thousand. Man, my Spanish sucks. Golly. It used to be so good. It used to be so good. Are you going to a Spanish-speaking country? Anytime soon? Yeah. No, but I could. I mean, I've got the world at my fingertips. I've got all these fucking miles burning a hole in my in my mm. pocket. Did you see the Dave Portnoy thing with his Amex points? A couple people sent it to me. So if you have an American Express card... There are certain payment terminals like at CVS where when you pay with your American Express card, it'll say pay cash or with your points, and then it shows your point balance. The dude has 44 million Amex points. That's pretty sick. That's that's insane. That's why I was upset at Noel. I'm like, man, you got to be, what are you doing? You got to be paying for shit with something that earns points. Right. Because otherwise you're just pissing it away. Could be could be earning the buku bucks. Are you doing Duolingo? No. Should are you? Maybe. Are you are you being secretive? No. Sometimes I like start <laughs> it and then I stop it. But yeah. you know, have you been watching White Lotus? No. Oh. Does a character use Duolingo in White Lotus? No, but there's this Italian woman I'm in love with, and so I'm like, maybe I got to do Duolingo. So me and who her is can... she? I don't know. She's I forget her name. An Italian woman on the show. Is she an actress. Mm-hmm. Is she like a okay a woman? Yeah. Well, yeah, but mm-hmm. does she play one of the moms or something. She or? Actually plays a prostitute, a sex worker. Excuse you. They call her a prostitute. No, on the show. that's not right, though. Okay, she plays be a, better. She plays a Sicilian sex worker. Okay, thank you. And uh, as soon as I get my Italian up, you're gonna go over there. Who knows where I'll go? Gonna look around. Mi chiamo Emil. I took one day of Italian. And then That's I, a good start for me. I dropped it in high school because I was like, this is fucking stupid. What am I going to do? Meet a Sicilian sex worker? Yeah. Who knows? Well. Yeah. Oh, surprise. She kind of looks like Dua Lipa. <laughs> All right. Everyone relax. Damn. Let's see another photo. For the audio listener, it's a, it's a woman who kind of looks like Dua Lipa. <laughs> no, no. She's, is that a still from the show? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Can we? See, can I see another? Yeah, hold on. Wow, she is. What is her name? Pretty. Uh, Margarita Pizza. <laughs> That's your name, on, man. Dude. This is why you can't That's come. This name. is why you can't come around. Oh, okay. great job. <laughs> hey Zach, could you find smaller pictures of her? Hey, it's Google. It's Google. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Google. Give what me, is it? Your first her, time give using me her Google. Name. Give me your name. I'm gonna look at her Instagram. Wow. Yeah, she's very pretty. Damn. Beatrice. Beat- Rano, I think. Beatrice Pizza. Is that what you said? That's what I heard. Hold on, hold on. Margarita. Hmm. Is that a banana tattoo she has on her wrist? Fuck, I forgot to eat my banana. Fuck! 
Where did I leave it? I brought a banana, everybody, and I don't... Why can't we find this woman's name? Man, Why this is, is such a... Listen, I'm trying. Man, for, for that guy, he's just waiting until we shut up so he can go, The finance talk starts in nine minutes. But we're trying to find Pretty Lady because Emil is probably a little horny right now, and uh, we're dealing with that. This is crazy. This is crazy. Now I kind of need... <laughs> I need to know. I need to know who this person is. I, I don't... Beatrice Grano. All right, so highlight that in Google. <laughs> Beatrice Grano? Oh, wait, no, I thought it was... Simona Tabasco. Simona, Simona Tabasco. Tabasco. Oh, man. Is she is she freaking Natalie uh, Cholula's cousin? Nice. Thank nice. you very much. Nice. Thank you so much. Her DMs are open. Are they really? Mm-hmm. How many followers does she have? 160K. Oh, you don't have a shot in hell. Also, Luke follows her. Just now? <laughs> Just now? <laughs> All right. That's cool. That's cool. She's an Italian actress who got her start in Italian movies, such as Perez and Il Bastardi di Ponte Catalon. That's what she's going to call me, Il Bastardi. Yeah. Man, I haven't had Italian food in so long. Let's get the show on the road, folks. What do you say? We got a lot to cover this week. We've got a whole bunch of shit. Crypto Corner is going to be off the fucking rails, man. There's so much shit going on. I might even burp into the mic today because I just can't take my mouth away from this effing thing. Should we start with the... Let's do the segments. The market. Imagine a graphic splashing across the screen. Emil, did you rack up any extra credit card debt over the last few months? Did you contribute to this household debt rising at the fastest pace in 15 years, mortgage in, more, which includes mortgage and credit card usage? Mine has been steadily... Declining. No. Just too high. My accountant, as always. Oh, yeah, when you weren't pooping and your accountant was calling you. Right. Yeah. So, so you've been spending a lot of money? Yeah, but not recently, always. You are always spending money. I'm always spending too much money. No, ASM, always spending money. I don't spend that much money. Okay. So so you just wasted my time, basically, is what you're saying. And, you're and everyone else is wasting time. time. Because I asked you a question, have you been spending more money? And, and you the just, answer is no. You just led me on a wild goose chase. The answer is no? No. Okay. Really. I've been spending more. On what? My car. And... Some wayward little purchases, and we traveled. That was spending money. Oh yeah, what was your? What are your wayward? I would love to see your fucking credit card bill. Why your wayward little purchases? <laughs> that crazy. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Well, like I bought three pairs of fucking running shoes. Yeah, like that's cr- to try. One time, Ben said, "I have to, I have to go to uh, the Adidas store. Do you want to come?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, there's a store right near there where I need to go." Okay. And my guy comes out with fucking like eight boxes of shoes. It was like six, but that's fair. <laughs> Unbelievable. Six might as well be eight. You're like a cartoon character. I bought I bought a bunch of shoes. From, see, because I buy it all online and I try it on. And if nothing fits or I don't like it, I return it to the store. Easy peasy. But not easy peasy. You're, you're just like creating work for yourself. Just go to the store the one time. Yeah, it's true. That is a, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> just go to the store and be like do you have these shoes in this size yeah but that involves driving to the store both on- in, both involve driving to the store yeah it was also during the summer when it was really hot so i was like oh, oh get in my fucking car dude but then you got in it but anyway. yeah you go anyway man everybody just <laughs> shut up all right everybody lay off 
All that's to say, apparently credit card debt rose 15% year over year. And that was a bit of a, uh, alarming for for some because it was the biggest jump in 20 years, which was uh, it jumped by $351 billion for the July through September quarter. But they attribute it to higher prices and, quote, robust consumer demand. How robust is your demand? I would say that my demand is quite robust. Um, I mean, six six Adidas. Six Adidas would would put me definitely in the higher robust you category. Into insatiable. Yeah, yeah. I just want to. <laughs> I'm not gonna make it. I'm do just it. Gonna do make it. an inappropriate sexual joke. Just go. Say it. I want a I want a girlfriend who is robust. That was it. I don't know, man. I was getting a, <laughs> some kind of gross boob joke. I don't know. Jesus Christ. So here's the thing, man. You would think, and part of the re- a bunch of people on Twitter are going, "Look at this. Hey, Michael Burry types going this extra credit card debt. It's not a good thing." Well, you would think then that delinquency rates would be rising in kind, wouldn't you, Emil? But they are rising in kind. No, they're not. I think they are rising in kind. It's just not an alarming. Well, rise. yeah, that's what I meant. What did I say? You said that they're not rising. No, no, but I don't think I did. <laughs> they are rising, which also, I don't know. I don't know who's to say, you know, if it's not a, uh early sign of things are going to get worse. Right, because uh, it's not like just because you take on debt means you immediately go delinquent. Right. It takes time. So people are taking on more debt. Delinquencies are rising. They're just not at that high of a number yet. Right. Um, well, also, you brought, you brought up Michael Burry. Did you see... He was saying, I'm so fucking short, you wouldn't believe how short I am. Are you serious? Yeah. He has me blocked on Twitter. Google it. So I, he said, I'm so fucking short, you wouldn't believe how short Some, I am? Something. I'm obviously, no you know, way. paraphrasing. He is psycho. He is on psycho mode. Well, so it, it, while we pull that up, it's just, it, it is interesting because it suggests that people are managing their shit. They're keeping their shit together. I know I am. I know, but they all, they also brought up student loan debt, and they were like, uh, delinquencies with student loans are also good, and it's like, my guy, payments haven't been due for fucking three years. Yeah. Of course they're looking good. This is true. You have no idea. Oh, so this is Michael Burry on the 15th of November. He said, you have no idea how short I am. And then he said, long thought that the time for gold would be when crypto scandals emer- merge into contagion. Yeah, he's been a long little, th- being a little crypto. What is he saying? I'm so fucking short. You have no idea how Cryptically short. Cryptically says, oh, Jesus. Why do we follow what this dum dum says? I just, he shouldn't call it, him a dum dum, right? I mean, yeah, truly. I mean, he's a fucking. He's he sold. A, he's his, a medical doctor. He's a. He is. Wait, he's scroll, also a stock genius. Scroll down a little more, please. What else did he say? He said nothing else. Burry has since delete. Oh yeah, he, well he deletes all his tweets. Yeah, I don't know why he do that. All right, I didn't mean to derail us. I just wanted to. Uh, you brought him up, and I thought Emil derails. Emil derails last name. The mother of all crashes. He says he he reportedly warned that U.S. stocks. To be fair, he says this like every six months. Oh yeah, he says it all the time. <laughs> He said that he should be shorting Elon Musk's electric car firm Tesla, but denied the claim, and he did not have such a position. I saw an interesting stat the er, yesterday from like Auto Trader or something like that that Tesla has fallen out of 
either the top 10 or the top 20 most searched for cars. Like people just are giving up on it. Interesting. People have a lot more options now. People do have a lot more options. And I feel like we're finally starting to see, because the whole Tesla Q movement, wherein people were doubting Tesla's claims and credibility and build quality seemed to kind of just be a fringe thing. But now it feels like it's starting to be more mainstream. And it would finally affect people's buying habits, I would think. Did you see the New York Times article? No. They went on a drive with this guy in Florida who's a big Tesla guy. Uh, I think they spent like something like six to eight hours doing full self-drive. And uh, I mean, I think I had a quote in here from somewhere. Uh, Over six hours, his car navigated highways, exit ramps, city streets, roundabouts, bridges, and parking lots. With his hands near or on the wheel and his eyes on the road, the car attempted more than 40 unprotected left-hand turns against oncoming traffic. Wow. It kept this on the edge of our seats. But And so they put like GoPros, cameras all over the car. And they when you go through uh, the article, they describe the situation. And then right below it, they have the clip of it happening. And then so it goes through it goes through all these things. And... Mm. It's uh, it's scary to watch. Like it leads them into these parking lots and then tries to jam them into the building. It's that, we're we're a long way from full self drive. That's actually intentional because it's meant to keep the driver paying more attention, right? And it therefore is enhancing safety features because if you're always on edge and ready to make any kind of move, then therefore you are a more alert driver. Yeah, but the whole point is for the car to full self-drive. That sounds like FUD. <laughs> that sounds like FUD. Right. Fuck. That was a shitty Elon Musk. Anywho, speaking of cars, consumer sentiment was down 8.7% for November and came in well below estimates. Part of that was a big slide for durable goods, which was down 21%, which includes cars, televisions, and appliances. And I'm one of those who might be looking to buy a car as we've talked about you're trying to join the club i'm gonna be a subi boy is it for sure i'm 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 gonna get my 760 fixed and then i'm gonna try to sell it for like a thousand bucks 1500 bucks all right and nobody's gonna buy it but if you i can't even try to both drive subarus yeah we can why (laughs) i don't know you and a million other people out there driving them anyway it's not like we're going to be driving them together, holding hands out we the window. We could be. We could. We could arrange for that. Part of me was thinking it might even be cheaper to try to buy one of those ute trucks from Australia and ship it over. When will the Australian obsession wane? You should just fully become a, an Australian like weeb. <laughs> the, the Aussie equivalent of yeah. a weeb? <laughs> yeah. I had to explain what a weeaboo was to someone the other day, and it was fun because they'd never heard of it. You're like only dating Australian women. Sounds good. I don't know much about Australian culture. Only eating fucking Vegemite sandwiches. Have you ever had Vegemite? No. It's good. It's intense. It's really, really salty. It's like this spread. It's it's yeasty and salty and buddy, it's good. It's oh, got B12, good. vitamin B12. Mm. That's how they all look so good. That's how they all... Look at them. You, you sound like a... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> No, no, no. No, because in Japan, it's no. just different. <laughs> we did see a few weebs walking down the street. For those of you who don't know, a weeaboo, can we pull up the proper definition for it, please? W-E-E-A-B-O. It's just oh. like a white guy who's obsessed with Asian culture now. Yeah, but it, it is a derogatory term, I think. 
Of course. Can we zoom in? It is a, yeah, a, a weeaboo is a non-Japanese person, stereotypically an unsociable white male who is overly infatuated with Japanese culture. Um, semicolon, a loser Japanophile. That's mean. But it's, you know, it's a white guy who loves Japanese stuff. and, and, and It's great because you, you were like, let's do the topics. And I was like, wow, he is really going to stay on topic. This, like he wants to get through it. We're only 20 minutes in, baby. We got plenty of time. I know. Okay. Uh, oh, and then, <clears throat> sorry to jump all over the place, folks, but coffee do be hitting this morning. I was gonna, I was gonna make a comment about you shitting, but I'm not gonna do that because you don't. I'm drink not coffee. like embarrassed about. No, I know, I know. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm not 15. Man, this live stream that's gonna happen this afternoon for us, but yesterday. What? Are you like afraid to do? What's going on? You're like dancing around it. <laughs> well, I, like I, every I, time we're, you're like, ah, <laughs> uh, you know, not to. No, I was gonna say it's gonna be tough. I feel like I'm watching the scene in the movie where a guy has to kiss a girl, and he's just like, anyway. So oh, you should see me. So weird. If I gotta. No, let's do the show. Okay, yeah. So on Friday last week, we had the CPI come in, and it was lower than, slightly lower than expected, but still elevated, and the market rallied. And I, I actually got a couple DMs of people asking me why that happened. Because, yeah, this one guy in particular said, I would have thought that since CPIs, the CPI was still up, that, hey, that's bad. Market should crash. Well, not necessarily. And part of that is because any reason that would give the Fed, if there is anything that would give the Fed a reason to pause or pivot in any way to deviate from their current plan, that would be seen, at least in the near term, as incredibly bullish for a big bounce especially on a Friday when so much of it is baked in. So that's the short Wasn't answer. a big part of it, too, that PPI came in much lower? Yeah, but that was this week. Oh, okay. Yeah, that came in lower. But then it was juxtaposed with the the lower consumer sentiment, and then I believe today, yesterday for you guys, was unemployment came in lower than expected, I believe. And the market didn't like it because it's still indicating okay even though that that's good on the surface it indicates that well that goes against what the fed's plan is which is to slow growth and wage growth and they kind of thought it was already like people were already saying it's you know the fed is going to slow down they're going to do 50 in december yes and um one of the governors of the fed waller said recent data have made me more comfortable with the idea of 50 basis point hike of a 50 basis point hike in December instead of 75. And that the slowing in economic activity is a sign that uh, Fed actions to reduce inflation are working and they expect wage growth to slow. So it's one of those things that's annoying about the market where they just get so hyper fixated, like me with trains, just hyper fixation on in every little, every little. Every last word that any Fed governor says about whatever seems to be moving the market, it's just, it's annoying. But doesn't that make sense? Yeah, but it's also... It has huge ramifications. Right, but it just feels like this wouldn't have happened 15 years ago when when you had much more of a delayed reaction and therefore kind of probably more time to process information collectively... Mm. But Instead I mean, that's probably just part of the environment we're in where like, you know, every minute, every hour, it's yeah. like 
Jerome Powell said something. Yes. And Did you get exhausted. there's a video of Jerome Powell picking his nose in the latest uh, Fed meeting. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. Every day there's on my stream there's constant it's like it's like these Fed governors don't do anything but talk to interview uh, talk to journalists. Every day Fed's Bullard says this, Fed's Waller says this, Fed's so and so says this. What possible new information can you have on a day-to-day basis they it's gotta, a, it's they gotta so... convince biden that they're uh, they're doing something what's next dude you want to talk about crypto corner mm-hmm. you're dying to. Beep. you're dying to yeah in this I... in this crypto corner we're going to talk about a lot of things we're gonna we're gonna <clears throat> do a little state of the union we're gonna see where we've come from so long we're gonna talk about SBF. We're going to we're going to finally get down to uh we're going to try to answer the question, why are poly people so ugly? What? <laughs> Wait, were they poly? Yeah. Everybody in the in the I was going to say SoFi house. Uh FTX house was poly? I know that they were all dating each other. That's what it said, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they were poly. You got it. Had to smell crazy in there. It was called a polycule. Fuck. God. Ugh. Good for them. <laughs> Good for them. That's the thing. You hear it in your head and you're like, picture an island. It's the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Billionaires with this new financial Young technology. Young billionaires. Mm-hmm. Gone, they've gone to elite schools, mm-hmm. MIT, Harvard, and they've they've bought their own mansion where 10 of them are living and fucking all the time and you're like oh fuck that's so fucking hot and then you see it and then it's sam bankman this is bitcoin is gonna revolutionize the world (laughs) i'm gonna donate all my money to charity this is my girlfriend she's the head of alameda research no fuck we have sex with each other sometimes yeah it's really cute we're in the. <laughs> I feel like you're just doing the guy from Third Rock from the Sun. French Stewart. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Okay. So since since Bitcoin peaked in November of last year, apparently there's been a loss of about two trillion dollars. And is that good in crypto? I think that that's not. That means it's going down. But, oh, okay. Dead. Yeah. Mm, right. So that means people done gone and lost money. And uh, just this week, BlockFi is another one to bite the dust, to quote Freddie Mercury, the late great one. They're filing for bankruptcy because they had significant exposure to FTX. Crypto.com says that their balance sheet is strong and that they're not in trouble, which is like, okay, fine. But everybody says that right before trouble hits. And for that matter, it's so... I am befuddled because I never see or hear a... Single person talk about crypto.com using it. No, what, who the fuck is using it? I'll tell you who. Who? Um, I'm, I'm going to the Lakers game tonight. Oh, where is it? It's at the crypto.com arena. I just still say Staples Center because fuck them. Yeah. When they're not going to make me, they're, they can't make me. Well, you know who has to change their name? FTX Arena. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, they're draw. They're yeah. lo- they're losing <laughs> shit. Like Visa just terminated their global debit card agreement with FTX. Everybody's jumping ship. I don't blame them. So I thought, <clears throat> I thought we'd do a, a quick little recap. And I was telling you before the show that I felt like I didn't quite fully have. I I like to have a concise 
grip on a timeline. And I, I had all the pieces and I'm like, okay, I get that. But so I just wanted to, to do a quick recap. So we had Sam Bankman-Fried. He owns Alameda Research and he owns FTX, right? Alameda is sort of their investing arm that they do whatever they're going to do with trading, investing, all that shit. And then FTX is the exchange on which they've got all the client money, investor money, all that shit. You you have your you have your Bitcoin on FTX. It is in their custody. And then they had their own token, which exchanges often do, because there's myriad benefits. Like on Binance, for example, you buy Binance coin, it enables you to trade crypto for lower fees. You get a lower fee structure. So you exchange your dollars for Binance coin, and then you can trade uh, various cryptos and you get you get some benefits. So FTX said the same thing. They had their token FTT. Well, apparently Alameda Research was over leveraged to the tits and they got they had way too much FTT. Word kind of started creeping out that they had many billions of dollars in this thing, which is dangerous cuz there's probably not enough liquidity if something god forbid were to happen they're suddenly left holding a massive bag, right? Yeah. I feel like we said a lot of this last week. Well, fuck me. <laughs> I just wanted to go... Well, because we didn't cover this part, which is well, that... A lot of it hadn't... It was all <clears throat> unfolding as we were talking about it. Right. So we went through up until, you know, Binance said they were going to buy them out. Well, not all, Well, first, I didn't see... We didn't cover this part. The CEO of Binance found out, as everybody did, that Alameda had all of this FTT, and he had or Binance did, rather, about $500 million worth of FTT token. I think it was $2 billion. It was $2 billion? Yeah, and we did talk about this. That he, that he then dumped it on the open market? Yeah. Tanked the coin? And SPF said he would take it from him. Right, but then he, and then Binance guy He's said, like, no, nah, I'm going to do it on, on the, open the open market. market. Yeah. And that spooked everybody. And then that was the impetus for, well, I guess that's the point of a recap. Because then that was the impetus for FTT tanking. It dropped from like 22 to 15 bucks. And because he did it so publicly, he was like on Twitter talking about it. That scares everybody because it's... It They're going Luna 2.0, here we go. Yeah. We don't want to be caught holding it back. And because Alameda was so over leveraged and was holding so much FTT, it just cascaded and very quickly fell apart. The house of cards just fully collapsed. And then FTX, FTX US declared bankruptcy and then we have what you put in there today oh well also what we found out it's not just that uh it's not that just the ftt what we also found out was that they didn't have the funds because they were trading with them they were right. trading with people's funds and that's like the real shocker for everyone because there was this liquidity crisis because when you go to sell your ftt you've got there's got to be liquidity available to exchange that for dollars and they didn't have it because like you said it was all tied up right so everything imploded spf did a long tweet thread he was going to try to get everyone's money back he was going to get someone to come in and and uh give you know they were going to find the eight billion dollars that that this hole that they had on their balance sheet they were going to make everyone whole mm -hmm. uh then very quickly it just turns out they're filing for bankruptcy and now <clears throat> i believe the guy leading them through bankruptcy is john ray the third you know who that is he was the lawyer. The guy who led Enron through bankruptcy. Right. Um, Which isn't necessarily, that's not like a red flag or anything. It's just, hey, this this is going to be Enron no, no, no. fully collapsed. No, no, no. It's not a red flag. 
it's this I'm only saying that because we're gonna we're gonna talk I wanna go through his comment from uh regarding the bankruptcy. Oh, um, oh these were his comments. Yeah. So this is the guy who oversaw the Enron collapse. Uh so Ray blasting former FTX CEO Bankman Freed. Um, I have over 40 years of legal and restructuring experience. I have been the chief restructuring officer or chief executive officer in several of the largest corporate failures in history. I've supervised situations involving allegations of criminal activity and malfeasance. In parentheses, Enron. I have supervised situations involving novel financial structures, Enron and residential capital, and cross-border asset recovery and maximization, Nortel and overseas shipbuilding. Shipholding. Sorry, it is so far away. Nearly every situation in which I have been involved has been characterized by defects. Defects of some sort. I feel like I'm at the eye doctor. Can we zoom in? <laughs> I love when it does that. It doesn't zoom in at all. It just makes everything go. There we go. Oh, there we go. Nearly every situation in which I've been involved has been characterized by defects of some sort in internal controls, regulatory compliance, human resources, and systems integrity. Never in my career have I seen such a complete failure of corporate controls and such a complete absence of trustworthy financial information as occurred here. From compromised systems integrity and faulty regulatory oversight abroad to the concentration of control in the hands of a very small group of inexperienced, unsophisticated, <laughs> and potentially compromised individuals. This situation. situation is unprecedented. Wow. I mean, what a damning, um, what a condemnation there. And someone has uh, there's there's a little tweet thread. They went through um, they went through the thirty page bankruptcy filing and kind of pulled some highlights. Uh, yeah. I read the thirty page FTX bank- bankruptcy court filing. How bad were FTX's internal controls? Here are the worst examples. Well, so just real fast, yeah, we've learned that they had they had all these, and I think part of it was because they were unregulated and they're based out of the Bahamas. So there's just kind of it's no man. Right. Well, we land, talked about last West. last week how they were based in Berkeley, and I'm gonna forget the figure now. But he, re, you know, he realized by not <clears throat> by complying with all these regulations, we're leaving like fifty thousand bucks a day or something like that on the table, right? Mm-hmm. So they moved to Hong Kong, and then they realized they could be much closer in the Bahamas and and skirt regulations. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, truly the Wild West with these absolute. Yeah. So here's some highlights from the bankruptcy filing. Apparently, employees submitted uh, expense reimbursements over chat, and those reimbursement requests would get accepted or denied with emojis. To me, that's not that bad. I mean, fine, whatever. You're you're a startup-y kind of thing. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Related party loans. Alameda Research gave Sam Bankman-Fried a $1 billion personal loan. They also loaned Director of Engineering Nishat Singh $543 million. What the fuck? I wonder if that was a kind of loan borrowed against shares or something. I wonder. Who knows? We'll find out sooner or later. What else we got? Very few records were kept. Most decisions were made over chat with the messages automatically deleted after a certain time. (laughs) What the fuck? That's hilarious. This is really funny. What's next? They never had board meetings. Neither did most of their subsidiaries. Let's keep going. Uh, They had no cash management system. Just an absolute absolute mess all over the place. Yeah. 
didn't keep proper records of who they employed. Employees and contractors co-mingled throughout the different companies without proper documentation of how they spent their time. Certain employees can't be located, which could mean that some employees were fake. It's wild. Yeah. Corporate funds were used to purchase personal use real estate and employees and executives put their names on homes purchased <laughs> with company funds. Oh, my God. It also is made funnier by the fact that this guy was the effective altruist guy who was going out there and he was the face of... What did he say in that video? I'm going to donate all my money. I want to make a lot of money, but not because I want a lot of money, because I want to give it away. Yeah. but Well, sir, you you certainly are giving it away. Yeah. Uh, Crypto deposited by customers wasn't recorded on the balance sheet. (laughs) <laughs> well, now it's all starting to come a little, become a little bit clearer. When when he said the thing of like, yes, we fucking bet customer funds, but it's because they were mislabeled. And you're like, what? How did you mislabel all the customer funds? Yeah. Now it's all starting to. Yeah, he because then he also he just did a big DM a Twitter DM interview with a Vox journalist, and he basically said because it explicitly states in. FTX's company charter or whatever I think that they can't they are not to they are not to use um, client customer money for trading or investing and so his rationale was <clears throat> well we didn't we gave it to Alameda right who then did uh, trading and stuff with it but also I didn't know. I didn't know, nice lady. I didn't know right. how much money. I didn't know that it was. He's just basically going, well, I, I, oops, I didn't know that it was client money. How the fuck? And maybe he truly didn't because of how I, I'm erring on the side of he really didn't know because it was just, oh, yeah, there we got money and who knows where it's from or what it is. And because you see how sloppy and shitty their internal controls were well and everything was fine for so long right because everything was going up up everything yeah. you know it didn't matter and yeah. like as long as people weren't panicking and trying to take out their funds it wasn't a huge deal mm-hmm. but then when the panic set in it became a pretty huge deal oh boy trying he be, to he be on ababu mode for sure he also be on he 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 mode <laughs> wait he 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 what do you mean he like fucking he he's at shit like wait there's in these dms yes dude wait he he he's now it's gonna be. I sad. do like that the. Oh yeah, heh. No, he he he. He he does a he he. Heh. He he. Wait, but it, but it's <laughs> like it an is. insane. Can you? <laughs> what does he ask him? It's uh. You were. You were really good at talking about ethics for someone who kind of saw it all as a game with winners and losers, and he just goes, "Yeah, he he." I had to be. <laughs> it's what reputations are made of to some extent. I feel bad for those who get fucked by it. Man, these. Oof, this boy is um I yeah he, he he must be waking up every day going ah! Ah! i don't think he, that's the thing he seems fucking cu- cool as a cucumber I, he's yeah I, who knows you know he kind of seems to that's the thing from the tweet thread he goes from full mea culpa it was all my fault i fucked up to like you know blaming other people like erratically just like you know fuck all these people who don't understand what we're doing yeah and shit just keeps happening on a daily basis it really is a lot bigger than then we're gonna fully grasp the scale of this over the next few weeks and months but 
for example, there was a hedge fund that had most of their funds tied up in FTX. They may have as many as a million creditors, technically. I mean, like the yeah, yeah. customers or something. And then last week, they had this big hack on like Friday night. I, I, it's it estimated like half a billion dollars. Yeah, like half a billion dollars. Poof. And th- it was it, then they were saying he asked him about it, and he says it's. It's either an ex-employee or an ex-employee with like malware on their computer that's getting hacked. Yeah. <clears throat> How it's just you know who Oh man. These are our brightest minds. These are these are our brightest minds and this is what happens when I think that's what hurts the most when just having to listen to people tell you throw the word genius around. Oh yeah. You know. It is also interesting the curse of the magazine cover. Oh, like Elizabeth Holmes. You got Elizabeth Holmes, you got him, you got um what's his name? Chamath Anyone who gets labeled as the next Warren Buffett or, you know, the next big thing, the next king shit of fuck mountain. Also, that's confirmation bias. I'm sure that they had Jeffy B on there. Jeffy I mean, B. I was going to say Elon Musk times. is probably on all those covers. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe his, like I said, maybe his his trajectory is just a much bigger, longer arc yeah. than I think it's to. You know, we're just not that great at sniffing out fraud early. I mean... I feel like we've been pretty skeptical of all this. Yeah. And it's uh, on record, but no one gives a shit about that. Uh, Speaking of sniffing, I do a killer impression of a dog sniffing. Do you want to hear it? You're going to say no, but I'm going to do it anyway, so you might as well just say yes. (sighs) I'm going to do it. Okay, so this is going to be ASMR for the audio listener real fast. We're just (laughs) going to, because he said sniffing, and it made my ADD brain go, okay, it's like a dog sniffing. Here it goes. This is a dog coming up and sniffing you. It's nice because it's longer than I thought it would be. Yeah, really good. There it is. That's it. Thank you, folks. All right. So that was (laughs) certainly something. Um, So they lent $10 billion in customer money to Alameda to help meet their liabilities. Like, Wait, we keep talking about... Can we talk about Caroline Ellison for one second? Who's Caroline Ellison? Okay. She was the CEO of... 28 Al- years old. Alameda. 28 years old. She was part of the little polycule in the Bahamas. Oh, yeah. I pulled... So, it's, people have been posting some of her uh, her Tumblr posts. And cool. they, they haven't confirmed that it's hers, but she had linked that she had started a Twitter, and it links to her current Twitter. So, we this think is- it's her. And she's... You know, talking about her forays into Polly and uh, all. So, and her 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 handle is World Optimization. Mm-hmm. When I first started my foray into Polly, I thought of it as a radical break from my trad past. But to be honest, I've come to decide the only acceptable style of Polly is best characterized as something like Imperial Chinese harem. None of this is non-hierarchical bullshit. None of this non-hierarchical hierarchical bullshit everyone should have a ranking of their partners people should know where they fall on the ranking and there should be vicious power struggles for the higher ranks jesus christ yeah she really likes a she really likes a manly man too there's one more um i really love her talking about kind of what's attractive in a man again this is just speculation this may may or may not be her it's her. By the way, she's CEO of Alameda, having had only 18 months experience. That's enough. Working, period. And she was a trader at a, at a hedge fund, I believe. 
here we go. World optimization again. Nothing against this post in particular, but it reminds me that I find it amusing how boy positivity posts on Tumblr always end up taking this cute, infantilizing tone that elides what is actually attractive about men. Here are what I think are some cute boy things. One, controlling most... (laughs) Controlling most major world governments. Oh, so hot. Next, being responsible for many important inventions and scientific discoveries. Spatial reasoning abilities. <laughs> oh yeah. When when my boys like just going dummy on the spatial reasoning abilities. I gotta be honest with you, I don't even know what spatial reasoning is. So I, I'm out. I can't date this Yeah. Woman. Low risk aversion. Okay. So fucking hot. And sufficient strength to physically overpower you. Got that one. Hell yeah. <laughs> if you I are, can arm wrestle the shit out of her. If you are a boy who is driven to succeed at ambitious goals, you are valid. If you are a boy who arrives at opinions through logical reasoning, you are valid. <sighs> if you are a boy with the confidence to advocate for unconventional ideas and take actions based on them, you are valid. I love that she's talking about all this and yet refers to them as a boy. I know. These are like the most manly. Wait, th- what, can not- you scroll up to the first one she said? Controlling, Controlling most, most major, major world, world government. <laughs> Man, hey, I'm just a boy who is looking at a girl who controls most major world governments. Asking him to love her. No, asking you to get in line on the hierarchy. The imperial Japan, Japan it's Chinese? Is that what she said? Oh, imp- uh, the, the imperial Chinese harem? Yeah. Yeah. Golly, man. And she- Also, that's a fucking high bar. She wants, she wants someone who's controlling most major world governments, responsible for many important inventions and scientific discoveries. Yeah. My guy. Name me one world leader who has been responsible for important inventions and scientific discoveries and has spatial reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay? All right. Jeez. And sufficient strength to physically yeah, overcome yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Like Joe Byron, he's not going to be able to overpower you. No. He may be able to distract you. But he has no important inventions or scientific no, discoveries. Like none. And honestly, his spatial reasoning is dog shit. Okay, what is spatial reasoning? Can we Google that? Some out there, some dork is screaming. And just calm down because some people don't aren't as smart as you and haven't invented things. Spatial because maybe I know what this is and I'm actually really good at it. Spatial reasoning. How to foster in children. Okay. (laughs) It is the capacity to understand reason and remember the visual and spatial relations among objects or space. I got that. I got that in spades. That's what's hot to her? Camera right there. Camera right there. And if I close my eyes, that's object permanence, baby. I know that they didn't disappear. Christ. So we love our queen, Caroline. She also said, it's funny, low risk aversion. She she said uh, in an interview about being the CEO of Alameda that she didn't believe in using stop losses. Yeah. Probably because crypto is so volatile and you can get your stops taken out and then it just... That was the, right that was the same interview where she said she hardly ever uses her math degree. Right. Um, because it's all just basic math. Yeah. At, well, how'd that work out for you, Caroline? It is yeah, kind of nice shit. at the um, at the end of all of this, this like great American project, we really get to see uh, just kind of yeah. a real peek behind the curtains of... You know, these people really don't know their ass from their elbows, and it's um, I do, you do. Your spatial reasoning is fucking fantastic. It's so on point, man. Someone said, I forget where it was. They said, uh, they said watching crypto is like watching someone speed run American capitalism, basically. Like we've gotten to just ah, <laughs> 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 oh, <that's> so good. <laughs> It's doing a speed run through a video game? Yeah. That they're speed running American Cap. That's fucking great. 
We got to get that person on the show. <laughs> we got to. I, I DM'd SBF and I said, "Hey, bub, come on my show. Talk about your shit." And he asked, "How are your spatial reasoning skills, my guy?" And I said, "Top notch." You said, dude. "I don't know what that is." And he's <laughs> no, like, you would never be part of the polycule. Oh man! Or you would be so low ranked on the polycule. I would be low ranked on the polycule because I would just want one person. I'd be like, can I just like have a wife instead of this fucking polycule where it smells weird? Anywho, speaking of smelling weird, Jeffy kisses and crew. <laughs> I do love that some people have caught on and call him Jeffy kisses too. What happened in Jeffy kisses one? Got to dab that up, man. Wow. That was incredible. Uh, it it's pro- also not Jeffy kisses. It's fucking um, Bezos. Well, he's still very, very much involved with the company. I know. He's, he's like not the, the CEO. He's the chairman of the board. Man, you could put a chair on any board, be the fucking chairman. I don't know what that meant. Anyway, Amazon is laying off 10,000 workers ahead of the holidays, and Jeffy is giving away all... He said he's giving away most of his fortune. He right. Said. He's uh, he's he's going to take part in the giving pledge. Yeah, he's going to give it to boat makers and whatnot. Yacht constructors. You think that's where he's going? He's going to give it to real estate agents in exchange for their goods and services. <clears throat> you know what I really loved about... So the New York Times did an article about it. Uh-huh. And uh, I kind of hope it's true, but the way they made it... The, the way they wrote it, it made it seem like he's uh, he's doing this all to spite his ex-wife. No. And, um, really? Kind of. The way they said it, they were like... They, they, they had a huge um, portion of it about his ex-wife. So, you know, he's been criticized for not signing the giving pledge. His ex-wife, the author and philanthropist, Mackenzie Scott, oh, I'd love to read her work. I didn't know she was an author. Mm-hmm. Signed the pledge in 2019 after the divorce, vowing to keep at it until the safe is empty. Miss Scott, who is estimated the Bloomberg by Bloomberg to be worth $24 billion, has already met the giving pledge threshold by giving away more than half her fortune, and she has done it in less than three and a half years since first publishing her promise on the group's website. She has donated more than $14 billion, and she goes on about wow. all her shit. And her rapid, prolific giving is at times compared with Mr. Bezos' own philanthropy, often to his detriment. Last month, Mr. Bezos visited the Vatican to receive a philanthropy award, even though many observers noted his ex-wife had given away more money than he had. Of many observers? Yeah. So people were out in the crowd going, your ex-wife you! gave away more you money. You suck! Sign the giving pledge! Dip shit. Pissy boy. You know I love nothing more than a petty man. Yeah. Because I am a petty man. You know me. I'm Tom Petty, baby. I'm Tom Petty and the fucking heartbreakers. Yeah, okay. So you think that he's giving away billions of dollars out of pettiness? I hope so. (laughs) That's That's why, as much as I dislike Donald Trump, I do love that his presidential run was like fully based on pettiness. Just spite, out of spite for whom? The American people? Obama Party? Obama oh. made a joke oh, right. about him at the White House Correspondents' Dinner, and you could see it on his face. He was just like, you'll see it, you motherfucker. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I thought you were talking about his recent announcement to run in 2024. No, no, no. Oh, he's back in a big fucking way. He's, Isn't he 80 now? I don't know. He's still got it, though. Ron DeSanctimonious? Oh, man. If, I, if, if anybody in the GOP was smart, they would... Rile him up as much as possible during every single b- debate to try to get him to just fucking like, to try to get that heart to just seize up on live television. Just get it seized up. 
Just, just everybody should just team up and do the same shit to him that he did to everyone else, and just call his wife ugly and call his kids idiots and tell him that I he, think he looks like, like a melted crayon. I think he's like one of those guys though that he's so unhealthy, but he's still just like you're not going to take him Somehow, down. Somehow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Chinese guy who ran a marathon, exactly, smoking just cigarettes, ripping darts. You My love it, hero. God, damn. <laughs> absolute king. Oh man, I just <laughs> fuck. I love that. It must have felt so good. And he. <laughs> Uh, Jeffy said in in an interview though that uh, probability he said quote probabilities say if we're not in a recession right now we're likely to be in one very soon <laughs> hell yes that's what he said he didn't that's, add I added that you added the hell yes yeah, yeah hell yes added by us man can you imagine waking up to that voice every day good morning my hot wife. Do you feel like blowing me today? <laughs> I'm ready to go the after that. The boat is almost <clears throat> done. Aren't you excited to, for the yacht? You I, ready to go after that, you said? Honestly, if I'm waking up to that, yeah, I'm saying yes, my king. You see those arm veins popping because he's so jacked now? Him and his new girlfriend, they're just turning into... Fucking plastic figurines. I was gonna say dolls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should we talk about YouTube Shorts, or do you want to talk about TCI? Well, so that's you know a lot of these tech layoffs are coming with, um, you know, I think a lot a lot of the layoffs are coming from the Alexa department. They're coming from these things that don't make money. That they oh, lose yeah, money the, on. Oh yeah, the right? ambitious and, uh, th- growth. Things are really changing. The environment is you know we used to have this low interest environment where people could just throw money at things and uh it was fine if if you spent five billion dollars a year because uh you know who knows maybe you'll hit big and then we've got a hundred billion dollar thing on our hands yeah google Um, had google labs yeah and google has something called other bets so oh right so it's kind of you know with all these tech companies laying people off there's an activist investor at tci they're calling on google to uh slash costs in the same way lay people off they're also really uh, begging them to, you know, shut down a lot of those other bets things that has things like Waymo, the self-driving cars. They're right. like, spin this out and sell it off. Well, uh, isn't Waymo now doing weather shit? Oh, are they? I think. Or some someone else is doing... Someone has turned those autonomous car things into, I think, like microclimate kind of weather stations or something. Someone did. Yeah, Waymo turns its driverless cars into roving weather stations. There you go. Self-driving taxi operator Waymo might have a way of getting around its vehicles. Oh, by turning what the fuck? It appears to be a simple trick. Waymo said, "Who gives a shit?" But they're also calling them out for just spending too much money entirely on their employees too. We are writing to express our view that the cost base of Alphabet is too high, and management needs to take aggressive action. The company has too many employees, and the cost per employee is too high. Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up. Why? You don't think that some of these like tech plays have extremely bloated... Uh... I mean, sure, there's that, but it's also Google. They have so much cash. They can afford to keep their employees happy. Give them the shit that they need or, or whatever. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm saying. They're, they, 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 they. The thing is, line needs to always go up, right? That's right. what the... 
that's the the base the basic principle behind all of this shit is you got to beat every quarter. Every quarter's got to show growth. Every quarter's got to show profitability. Ever increasing margins. Just the same shit. Just just TCI. Suck my balls. Very um, astute. Yeah. So I did see this one thing about YouTube. We've seen shorts really take over in in hopes of competing with TikTok, but they are just launched this shorts shopping where using users can purchase items instantly. Have you ever bought anything off of social media? Uh, I bought like one thing off of uh, an Instagram ad. So did and I. It was a fucking mistake. Yeah, it same. Was like the cheapest shit. Same. And they still almost get me. Where there's one that always pops up, and I go, God, that is actually a kind of sick jacket. And then I go, No, it's gonna fucking come, and it's gonna suck. Yes. It's gonna be the worst piece of shit. It's exactly what. It's always like a company you've never heard of. Yep. And you're like, Damn. It's got an and. It's like tree and butt. Yeah. Or something. And you're like, Fuck, that's kind of fire. Yeah. And then you're like, No, thank you. Not interested. Yeah. Not interested. Luckily, the mistake I made was just a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. I'll eat the I'll eat the money. You'll eat it. I'll eat it with some beans. Yeah. So <laughs> they're hoping to do the same thing as the Chinese, who apparently spend a fucking dude. R- I was shocked by this. Three. You you will not guess, folks, how much these Chinese people are spending on social media shopping, or how much they spent in twenty twenty one. But it's not just social media. It's not like an Instagram ad. It is like. I don't know if people are old enough to remember. You remember QVC? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. You you tune in and you watch them. They display the product. There's a live crowd. They're getting you fucking jacked up. Mm-hmm. They're like, and it and it fucking it chops, it dices, it fucking does all these other things. Uh, and then people call in and they go crazy. I need five of them. And but so there you you tune in and you watch live commercials basically. And they have they have presenters that are. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you do. You have pre- they they have presenters that people like. Uh, they got one guy, the the lipstick king, Austin Lee, in China. Yep, Austin Lee. He sold fifteen thousand lipsticks in five minutes. That's so hot. In f- oh god, man, yeah. And there was one. It was this the same guy who sold a billion dollars worth of shit in a single broadcast? I don't know if that's a the guy. billion. Do- How much did this guy make? I wonder on on Taobao. Never heard of Taobao. Also, by the way, Chinese people spent $352 billion in social media shopping in 2021. Crazy. That's absolutely insane. It also bums me. I don't want that to become a... I don't... That just seems bleak. We're already all staring at our phones. At least we like to think that it's not for ads. It's for that funny fucking TikTok guy Mm. you like. Um, McKinsey, the consulting firm, says that instant social media shopping, the instant social media shopping market is going to reach $2 trillion by 2025. And it got me to thinking, Google's doing this affiliate marketing thing. They pay a commission to creators who sell products. 45% of the revenue made through displaying ads between shorts videos will be shared with the influencers. And I thought, man, I got to get a piece of this shit. I got to... I got to be like this Taobao guy and sell a billion dollars worth of shit. And it made me think, what would I sell? What would you sell? What do you think I would sell? Um, butt wipes. 
close. That is a good. That's actually pretty smart. <laughs> that's pretty smart. Ben's wipes. Ben's BBW. Ben's butt wipes. BBW. There's a new BBW taking over the internet. What is BBW? It's Ben's butt. Uh, big beautiful woman. <laughs> big beautiful woman. Okay. Yeah. So the I would sell that or credit cards. I I could I could hawk credit cards. You know what? It would be credit cards. Yeah, Mr. Beast. What's his name? Phil. What's his name? Jimmy. Jim. Jimmy. Jimmy. Hey, <laughs> Jimmy boy, if you're out there, I'm telling you, man, you got to partner with me. Make a credit card. That would be honestly be my thing. If I were of uh, a Mr. Beast's stature, I'd start a credit card. I would. I would do super low interest rate and points that are worth one and a half cents per credit point. card company. Yeah, man. You got to have rewards. People love rewards. People love points. And people want to trust. But that seems like a high barrier to entry. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, look, we'll figure all of that out. I would do like a, mine wouldn't even be a product. It would be like Granola? A, no, it would be like a, like a, like a cult you could sign up for. Like, like fucking, uh, you know. Jared Leto? No, but like, it's like however much a month and you get, we just like, we're just chopping it up, talking about. So it's a, a friendship subscription. No, nah, it's more than that. It's more than that? It's, it's a lifestyle like thing. Lifestyle. Fucking, we're talking about plant-based lifestyles. We're yes. talking about fucking yeah. being kind of jacked, but not too jacked. Kind, kind of, of jacked, but not too jacked. Right. Okay. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's a, okay. <laughs> the other thing that I would sell, though, the butt squirter, the bidet. Oh, okay. That makes more sense than credit cards. Japan's gift to mankind. But then I learned that some other guy, some YouTuber has his own bidet brand. Pissed me off. Fuck. Fuck. Call him out. No, What's don't. This? Don't. No, I won't. I don't. Ludwig. Ludwig. Ludwig has his own bidet company. Good for you, Ludwig. We'd love to have you on the show and talk about it. I want to hear about it. Damn, you kind of, that was a good idea. I want to start like a granola company now. I want to start any kind. Hey, guys, let us know in the comments if you've made it this far in the fucking episode. What kind of company should we start? Everybody does coffee, and I can see. No, right- I'm going to do granola. Yeah. Um, David Dobrik just started a pizza company, a pizza restaurant. He's a pizza company? He's got a pizza restaurant called Dobrik's, but it's spelled dough. Nice, yeah, nice. like dough. It makes sense. It's, it's- I'm going to do on Emil Dough Rosas. <laughs> Uh, or just a restaurant are you hungry come on down and get a meal fuck that's genius yeah or you could start a new rival to gmail and call it email Emil's email (laughs) something like that yeah yeah for sure yeah so so granola um kombucha 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 uh, I know a guy who owns a kombucha company in Long Beach. And he wants Beach. to do a line? He wants to do a line with you. That's amazing. Yeah. In the bathroom. Meet him in the bathroom. We do a line together. Well, I guess we should probably wrap it up here, hey? Did we get to It Doesn't Matter? We never Did do we get any? to It Doesn't Matter? No, It, <laughs> it Doesn't Matter is coming in after our silly Billy. Oh, good. We're going to talk about Jaina. We're going to talk about Elon and Twitter, maybe. We're going to talk about Musk. some other shit. Taylor Swift. Splitting expenses with your partner. What? Steve Job, Steve Job, Trump announced he's. Oh, we kind of talked about that already. Trump announced he's running. So, if you want to enjoy all of this, plus more, we're gonna cuss, we're gonna smoke cigarettes, we're gonna do drugs. 
It's going to be pretty fucking wild. We are going to do the high episode one of these days, very, very soon, probably after Thanksgiving. Ben is and scared. I, I'm trying. I to... will be the one to do it because I'll, Ben, I'll, I'll try to talk him into it. He's a little bit. I'll be, I'll be the one to get high. I can't decide if it should be. It should probably just be weed, right? Whatever we'll, we'll whatever we talk you into, we'll do it. He's. I'll do anything. I already said I would do it. He's a little scared. You are petrified. Literally couldn't be me. <laughs> mm. Well, so that wraps it up, folks. Oh, happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you the day after Thanksgiving yeah. with a special little episode for our special little people. So as always, kill your parents, quit your job, shit your pants. This week on After Hours. Talking about coal. I can't wait for our first episode from the hospital. Yes, can you scratch my neck? Boner boys with the trillionaire time. This is Mambo number five. One, two, three, four, five. Sign up on TMGstudios.tv to watch the full bonus episode.